Good evening and welcome to tonight's Meshachach Mashir. This week I'm doing Parshas Bahar because I'm still living in Chutzlaretz. And Meshachach is discussing the law of Shemitah. The Pasuk says, Daber B'nei Yisrael, this is Vayikra Chavhei, Pesukim Beis, Gimel and Dalet. But Daber B'nei Yisrael, speak to B'nei Yisrael, and tell them, when you come to the land uh, which I'm giving you, the land should rest for a seventh year, for a sabbatical year to Hashem. This is the law Shemitah. Six years you should plant your land. And for six years you will tend your um, vineyards. And you will gather your your um, grain. You will gather its grain. And on the seventh year, Shabbat Shabbaton Yelochem Laaretz. Yelochem There's no Lochem there. Shabbat Shabbaton Yelochem Seventh year will be a, a Shabbos of Shabbases for the land. Shabbat Lashem. A Shabbat for Hashem. Sadcha Lo Sizra. Becharmacha Lo Sizmor. So the Meshachachma makes two overlapping comments on these Pesukim. The first one, it really focuses on um, on the middle Pasuk, where it says, For six years you will plant, right? For six years you will harvest, for six years uh, you will tend your, your um, vineyards, for six years you gather your grain. So what is the purpose of this Pasuk? It's not particularly, um, it's not exactly the law of Shemitah. It's telling you that when it's not Shemitah, you can work your field, which seems a little redundant for the Torah to bother telling you. The explanation is, It is the way of a seller, somebody who sells his field, if he is stingy about it. He doesn't want, his soul doesn't want the, um, that the buyer get any profit, any benefit out of it. He would want it better that the person doesn't seed and doesn't harvest and the land stay fallow. And the, and the buyer would be in mourning. But if he's giving, if he's selling it generously, then it's, it wouldn't be the same thing, right? He'd prefer that the buyer be happy with his purchase. So the person who, spe- who sells out of spite, right, he wants to make his money and we'd be happier if the other person um, regretted, you know, had buyer's remorse. Whereas the person who sells ge- uh, generously, um, he would want uh, that the buyer be happy and uh, and uh, be makertov and be thankful for the purchase. And therefore, before talking about resting on Shemitah, right, um, it says before this, that you shouldn't think that Hashem gave us the land with a uh, stingy eye. Lo chen chalila. 
Anything God gives, he gives with a generous eye. <coughs> Anybody who gives, gives with a generous eye. All well, the more so God. Who created everything. Who chose the Jewish people. Therefore, it starts by saying, when you come to this land which I give you, which I am giving you, uh, it's certainly with a very generous eye. So on. So why does it start out by saying when you come to land which I'm giving you? And then why does it speak about the six years of farming the land? To tell us that Hashem is um, giving us the land out of generosity, the Focus of the land is not that we should be sitting Shemitah. The focus of us getting the land is not that so that we should be sitting Shemitah and suffering, but rather um, that we should be um, working the land and enjoying the, the profits of our work. Um, pay, um, this is also a Yerushalmi. I want to skip ahead because I see this is taking longer than I had expected. And, um, it's also possible that the Yerushalmi, Amasham, the Yerushalmi tells us over there, Taimash Sheshviz Cholal Hektish. The reason why Shemitah falls even on items that are sanctified. Because it's as though, um, he made it hefker before he promised it to anybody. And if you make something hefker ownerless before you promise it to somebody, it's not yours to give to somebody else. So what we get from this Yerushalmi that I'm not going to be reading inside is this idea that, um, that yeah, we work six years because Hashem gave us the land so that we should have profit, we should be able to eat, we should be prosperous. The... Um, the seventh year is so that we can see that Hashem feeds us even without us working the land. So the entire purpose of the seventh year, and this is the bridge to the next comment in the Meshachachma, the entire purpose of the seventh year is so that we should see the miracles of Hashem. So the seventh year is therefore really about us and Hashem. Taurus Gohanim, this is the second comment, perhaps. Um... Shabbos, as I said, they overlap. It's not clear if it's one if it's one topic or two. Shabbos Lashem, why is it called here a Shabbos for Hashem? Kishem Shenem Shabbos Bereishis Shabbos Lashem. It also says by the Shabbos of the week, which commemorates Bereishis, the creation that is a Shabbos to Hashem. Kach Nemar Bishvi is Shabbos Lashem. Therefore, similarly, it says by Shemitah Shabbos by Hashem, and he tells you to look at the Ramban. Ulam. However, to me it seems, this comes to teach us to Just like the holiness of Shabbos is different than the holiness of Yom Tov, Shabbos comes every seventh day, no matter what you do. And on Yom Tov, that the Jewish people sanctify, and it's in their hands to make the Yontif earlier by making it a full month, 
uh, uh, sorry, making it a short month, the previous month a short month, or make it later by making the previous month a long month. So by playing with the length of Cheshvan and Teves, you could play with the date of Pesach. And this was set by Bastin, by Sanhedrin. So you see that it's up to people when holidays are. But Shabbos is every seventh day, no matter what we do. Similarly, there's a difference between the holiness of Shemitah with the holiness, from the holiness of Yovel. Any, all of the rest of your crops, of shvi, resting of your crops on Shemitah, is also true when you rest your crops on Yovel. Rock the Yovel Talia, however, Yovel is dependent in Lotiku if you do not blow the shofar. Olo Shalchul Avadim Lechiro, so you don't free your slaves. Olo Ichziru Kakos, or you don't return the land to their original owners, the people who received it as Nachla. Then you're allowed to farm your land. So the Shemitah-like laws of Yovel depend on us keeping the Yovel-specific laws of Yovel. And if Bastin does not blow the shofar, then there is no um, prohibition against farming on Yovel. So Yovel, like Yom Tov, requires that man declare it holy. But Shemitah is holy in itself, that it comes every seventh year, whether Jews do anything about it or not. This is um, this is a uh, so he draws a parallel now between Shemitah and Shabbos, because they come automatically, and Yom Tov and Yovel, which require a declaration by Bnei Yisrael. This is why it says by Shemitah and Shabbos Kodesh Lashem. By Yovel it says because lochem for you because we make it holy. Similarly, it says by Yantif, as we say in Kiddush, it, it is a date that you call Kodesh. Geshmita speaks to the renewal of the world. Um, but Yovel speaks to the freeing of slaves. That is more like Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim, and therefore like Yom Tov, which is a memory of Okay, so um, the parallel that he makes here between Shabbos and Shemitah and Yovel and Yom Tov um, also speaks to what we learned last week from the Meshech Chachma. The Meshech Chachma said last week that Shabbos is more of a time between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Yom Tov is more of a time between us and, and um, other people. And this is why in Yom Tov you're allowed to cook, you're allowed to carry. These are all things to enable socialization between people. Notice here he says, Shemitah speaks to creation, and Yovel is about freeing slaves. Again, Shemitah is about our relationship to God, and Yovel is about human dignity and the importance of human beings. So again, it's um, the date that comes on its own is... Uh, 
is uh, celebrating our attachment to the Creator, and the date that we declare ourselves uh, celebrates our attachment among each other to people, as people. <clears throat> the um, he then speaks about the the. This is something he did last week. Also, last week. After saying that Yom Tov is about our connection to people, he said the first day of Pesach, though, is, this is muted. And that's why Karban Pesach has to be um, only people who are appointed in advance for the, for the Karban and not just anybody. Because the first night of the original Pesach, you were not allowed to leave your home. So this notion of national unity was not actually practiced the first night of Pesach. And then you count 49 days to Shavuos, and Shavuos is definitely for Kulo Lachem. It's definitely for people because that's at the end of the 49 days of progress that we get from connecting to God to taking that connection and bringing it to how we connect to other people. So he says here, so he quotes the Zohar and he says now at the end, uh, what the Zohar raises is something deep, which you would expect since it's generally why people quote the Zohar. And you should not uh, insult it because uh, your mother is old. This is the secret of the oral Torah. And it is higher than high to this idea. So the 50th is the world of Chayrus, the world of freedom. As it says, um, uh, what's it called? As it says, Chayrus alaluchos. Um, it says Chorus alaluchos, that the words were engraved in the, in the tablets. And the Gemara Darshan's Chayrus alaluchos, there was freedom, right? 50th, the, the freedom of the Torah is on the luchos. And the 50th of freedom is the Yovel, the freedom of slaves. Like the Zohar says, It says, They were armed, or maybe one-fifth of Bnei Israel came out of Mitzrayim. But there's no Vav there, so you could equally accurately read it, um, although that's not the Mesorah, that's a hint. So it's a hint to the idea that 50 is the leaving of Mitzrayim. And that's what I said already, that the, um, that the, the, what was engraved on the Luchos was Cheros Mishibud, freedom from slavery. Cheros Mimelachamoves, freedom from the angel of death. And look carefully in all this. And therefore, it doesn't need the sanctification of Basin. And this is also why Shemitah. So the 50th is, is Shavuos, which is the ultimate Yontif when it comes to connecting to other people, because the 50 represents Cheros. It represents freedom from everything from Al Hamaves. It's also the idea of Shabbos Shabboson, of Yovel. And the Shabbos Shabboson of Yom Kippur, although it's not on the 50th, is also freedom because it's freedom from our Averus and our Onshim. So I hope um, you found this an interesting second level above what we 
learned last time, this idea that Shemitah too is between people. Shemitah too is between us and God. Shemitah too testifies, to, like Shabbos, testifies to creation. Therefore, it is um, about our connection to the Creator, and it comes on its own whether it Jews sanctify it or not. Yovel is about freedom, and therefore it is like the holidays, and particularly like Shavuos, which is why it's on the 50th. It's about Cheros, it's about freedom, but it's also about, like all Yom Tovim, it's about how people connect to people. And you see in both that Shemitah works toward Yovel, and Pesach in seven weeks works toward Shavuos, meaning that our connection to God um, is what we build, is the bricks by which we build to connect to other people. Uh, like you said last year, the Jewish pe- last week, the Jewish people are all united in the fact that we all all um, connected to the same Creator. So I um, wish you all a a um, enjoyable rest of the week and a wonderful Shabbos.